Hey friends, I go by Chavid Dang. Yo fam, I'm Dine Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If it ain't shavu, we ain't hot potting. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 9. In this episode, we recap our holidays and food-filled camping trip. We got juicy bits, including Chuck E. Cheese doing delivery. We got another controversial sauce on you with special guests Mike Blau, 2AM Donuts, and more. Episode 9, New Year's Still Hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold up, bitch. Sit down. Hold up, no. Be hungry. Sit down. Be hungry. Happy Noodle Year, everyone. Noodles indeed. <laughs> Noodles indeed. It's Dine Peace. Chava Dang over here. And uh, happy 2018. We're recording this on New Year's Day. Um, hopefully you're settling into your year pretty and, well. And uh, we're starting off the new year with episode nine. Yep. I wonder if you guys are listening to this at the gym because you know how people do like resolutions. do resolutions. Yeah. I'm sure the gym is packed right now. <laughs> I've made no resolutions. I don't want to let myself down. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to set myself up for failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, we're glad you're starting the year off again with us. Yeah, I want to shout out to my BBW ladies. I like my girls BBW. Shout out to Hedgen, uh, Jen, Pam, and Anne. You guys rocked it. We had so much fun yesterday. Yeah, well, I guess we'll get into the full recap of that in a second. I got a shout out to my aunt. I gave her one of the stickers and she took a picture of it and got coasters made with it. That is such a cool present. Shout out to Auntie Brenda. Those that, that was a very shocking present that I was really excited about. <laughs> I'll cool. make sure you guys get one. I also want to thank the people out there that have been uh, giving me candy. Oh, yes. I don't even know how this started, but I started... Uh, yeah, you know, I don't even remember either. They just kind of felt like they started happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I reload my corporate card that Walgreens. I usually browse the candy aisle and see what new gummies there are to try. And I don't even know how I started, but I just decided to review it on my IG stories. And it's like kind of become a thing now, I guess. Do you have like a desired frequency you think this should be happening or you still want it to just happen whenever? Because it I, becomes I want, a bigger thing. Like it could have like a, a recurring <laughs> thing, kind of like how the show comes out. It's been just happening naturally, um, but it's becoming a thing where people are giving me candy now just so I can review it on my stories. Hey, I'm glad we're... I'm and glad I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited we're getting the, the, uh, the response from the listeners like shout out to edward not brian on instagram he talked about the avocados from last yeah from last show and yeah, thanks for the support yeah he's from the uk where they sell them he said that uh, he might um he's gonna try to look for them and send it to us so we can i don't want shipping them. to get i don't want shipping to get too much so we could figure it out but that does that involve like dry ice if, or if he, if he can figure it out i'd be we'll, down we'll take it. okay <laughs> okay edward so shout out to you as well thank you we love thank it you. but yeah we we got a lot of recap to cover there's a lot of food stuff that's been happening since the last show yeah we did that camping trip at this place we're we still keeping that under wraps. Yeah, I, I mean, want, if you I look at our post, you'll get where it was. Yeah, but no, I didn't even. I never tagged it. Oh, I didn't either. But I don't want it to blow up. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because we're trying to get more reservations there. Yeah, cook more stuff. <laughs> Honestly, I think we were like the biggest cooking flex there. I mean, I definitely smelled a lot of good smells around, but mostly from us. Though. Yeah, no one was using their grills. No. Dine Peace and I and a couple of our friends, we went on this camping trip uh, right before Christmas, and uh, we was we was chefing it up over there. Yeah, this was a very uh, bourgeois camping Not that. I mean, it was just, it was, it, it was yeah. just a little elevated, I say. Ignit decadence. <laughs> we should go meal by meal or what was kind of going down with it. Yeah, so I made a bakal, which is a Vietnamese beef stew. Oh, man. 
I put oxtail in mine. And, uh, and so it's a bun mi, which is a Vietnamese French bread. And then you dip it in like a, a beef stew and, and the meat what was falls in that, apart. Well, so what was in that broth? It was so dense and like herbal and satisfying. Um, I mean, so most of the flavor comes from tomato and uh, annatto seeds. Oh, okay. Lemongrass, like fresh lemongrass and a couple other things in there. Yeah, oh, some secret stuff. It's not a secret, but for me, when I cook, I don't really remember what I put in it sometimes. It's got to be the, imp- it's the improvisation. I think and that I, makes it and fun. I definitely don't measure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I kind of just add things as I taste, so I don't know. It's pretty good. I like it. For me, I thought it would be the best comfort meal while we were away, and I knew it was going to be really cold at night. So I was pretty was glad I executed it pretty well. Oh, it was, it was so good. Um, I made most of it at home and then just kind of finished it off at the campsite. So yeah, I, I'm glad you guys liked it. <laughs> the bread was like a perfect like crispiness of the baguette. The the broth itself was like gravy-like in, in its mm-hmm. consistency. Mm-hmm. It was so soothing. Yeah, because the, the potato breaks down into it and it, yeah, thick, it thickens like, the broth. It, it kind of like gets this like satisfying greediness to it as it kind of wears away in the broth. Mm, so good. Oh man. And and we had it both nights. So I can preface the next dinner. We had it both nights just because we made so much of it. And definitely did not get tired of it at all. I could definitely nope. eat it even right now. <laughs> And, and then uh, uh, Jordan August made a, a post, really nice oh post nice, provolone and I uh, made a really nice lunch spread for us. We had fish tacos, grilled veggies. Uh, we had multiple types of tortilla. And, yeah, uh, some patch green chili tortillas. Oi- oh man, oysters! Oysters! Oh was. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I gotta say, um, I'm a surprised. Big bonus. <laughs> I'm surprised I've never done this sooner. But the whiskey shot out of the oyster shell. Like, Yo, it's that, just was like some, that, bone, that was some next level stuff. Yeah, right there. like that. It's just like the bone marrow with the sherry luge. Yeah, luge. exactly. And it picks up some of the brine. And uh, I just kind of want to take all my whiskey shots out of uh, oyster shells. I guess I feel I probably usually eat oysters earlier in the day, so I, I'm not taking shots so early. Or you just keep them with you all day and be like, hey, you're trying to do a shot and just pull out the oyster shell in your pocket. That is so ratchet. <laughs> Aren't you the ratchet queen, though? No, or no, no, no. no, no. I think Hedge and I. Uh, it's still an ongoing battle. It's an ongoing battle. Last night, I think it was pretty even. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we did the, the fish tacos or some rockfish because we went to Safeway before going and it was kind of just like whatever they had. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, they got some oysters. Let me grab some of those. It, we, worked, I, it worked out pretty well, actually. Yeah, uh, the green onions on the grill were really nice. A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of different kinds of squash. And then uh, Nina, oh, the cast iron was a major part of making it really awesome, too. Nina and Reggie were on breakfast duty and um, uh, they cut bacon is only kind of bacon that's acceptable. Uh, yeah. I love bacon. Good scrambled eggs. Uh, yeah, we did a some soft, sausages. We did a soft scramble. We used the leftover chip and dip, uh, the onion dip for that oh, chip and dip, and we oh, folded and it into the eggs to make a soft scramble. Also, I think nice. other star of that camping trip was the aardvark sauce. Oh, we were putting it on yes. like everything, and it was Shout fire out to every time. Aardvark sauce. Secret aardvark. We did a habanero hot sauce, and then the black bean garlic. Drunken garlic. Drunken yeah. garlic. Oh my yeah. god, that was one of the. It wasn't even. It wasn't a hot sauce. It was just a delicious sauce. It had a lot of Asian reminiscence of it to me, like growing up with a lot of oyster sauce based sauces. Mm-hmm. So good. Very good. I was very happy about the sauce. And um, you know, we paired everything with whiskey. <laughs> oh man. So much whiskey in the, like the day and a half that we were there. And a bunch well, how of. How many days were there? Two days. Two. Two. Yeah. What about there? With a bunch of various beers. Yeah, it was great. Peppered in like a little quick hike here and there, but mainly just cooking stuff and drinking stuff. It was a great time. The only way to glamp up. <laughs> but yeah, this was this was my first time like legit camping as an adult, even though we had the cabin. A step above 
love camping, but it's definitely... It's just with the roof, though. But it's a few steps below glamping, in my opinion. Yeah, still no electricity. <laughs> but still, I think my highlight was the oyster shooter out of... Whiskey oyster shooter. That was that was my dream. So, um, at the last episode, you talked about your fry-up with your family for Christmas. So oh, yeah, out? yeah, because uh, Christmas happened pretty much right after that. Uh, yeah. Right when we got back from the trip, you know, I talked about last show, yeah, we don't do traditional food for Christmas. We always do something different or unusual. It's been like, you know, tacos, it's been Vietnamese food, it's been euros, it's been pizzas, crepes, chicken and waffles. We do all different kinds of stuff for Christmas. So this year, based on my recent UK trips, I was like, my family's probably never had the proper English fry-up. And being that I've been lucky enough to have a couple now, I went out to try to recreate it. You know, the baked beans, uh, the grilled tomatoes, mushrooms, potatoes, and back bacon. I love American streaky bacon, but I'm a big fan of the Irish bacon. Have you ever had any? Mm -mm. It comes out more like white. It's not as red when it's done. It's uh -huh. a little more like pork loiny. Like it's a little more meaty and the fat's okay. a little more segmented and it kind of gains a little more subtle brownness when you griddle it up. And mm. Maybe it's because I don't have it as much, but I think currently I'm even more of a fan of it than, than, regular, uh, than regular. Maybe just because it's a new and exciting thing. Maybe. And shout out to Roxy Market in the Sunset here in SF. I was able to go in their fridge section. They had all like British meats. Like I got some little pork bangers what there. What kind of... Uh is it a butcher shop? No, it was just like a random deli that had some British foods. They had Russian pierogies too. Oh, crazy. They had the elusive blood sausage that I was trying to find. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that was so good. I've never got to like buy it and fry it up at home. And uh, I think it scares away a lot of folks because I hear bloods in it, but it's just this really like chocolatey, rich, savory, dense thing because there's oats in it. It's really just pork. Kind of like taste livery. A little irony, but like not as much as like, let's say the coagulated cubes that come in like a BBH. A BBH. Yeah. It's still with listeners. Yeah, it's it's got like this satisfying chalkiness to it, which kind of goes really good with all like the springy meats that it goes with. Because I mean, an English fry up is just like American breakfast with like a few more things added to it. My one cheat code I did though is when I did the potatoes, um, I went to Berkeley Bowl and got a big tub of rendered duck fat and just threw the potatoes in there. And of course it's fire. It's a cheat code. No matter what you fry in there, it's going to be amazing. Yep. Um, I also did a sourdough toast with it as well mm. in the duck fat. And uh I kind of want to eat. I know it's so bad for me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fry everything duck fat now. Yeah, it's okay. So yeah, my family loved that for Christmas. Um, still kind of full from it. My mom said the leftovers lasted her for a while. Oh, nice. And uh, I got more excited about that than the presents this year. Except the coasters. The coasters were fire. I got some <laughs> good gifts too, but uh, what about you? Um, so I didn't go home, and then I ended up... Yeah, how's your, how's your, uh, I didn't get your orphan? I, yeah. didn't, I didn't get adopted by any families uh, for hard Christmas. Hard knock life. <laughs> but it was cool. Like me and a couple of friends, we um, went to go eat Ace Hot Pot. Ace. A-A-Y-C-E. All you can eat. Ace. <laughs> yeah, we went as soon as they opened. Actually, we went 20 minutes before they opened, got in line, and then got to sit down on the first round. Oh, for the hot pot? Yeah, like, yeah. Otherwise, why is, like... Is the, we wait, went, is the wait get bad or something? Yeah, this, well, this place is always busy on a regular day, but on Christmas, it was extra busy. Oh, wow. So we got there when it opened, and we were there for a good two hours. So if we didn't make it the first round, we would have waited two hours, probably. Christmas miracle. What were some highlights from that? So this is... Uh, we went at, I, to iPod hot on Irving. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite hot pot places. Um, what I like about them is it's individual pots. The pot is like segregated by half hot pot and the other half is like a hot plate grill so you can grill your meats also. That, that option is nice. Yeah, and they have like eight broths that you can choose from. I'd be kind of overwhelmed. I like the customization, but... They got a dope-ass sauce bar to make your own dipping oh, sauces. Man. 
And what's cool about this hot pot place is that um, the appetizers are included in the ace. What, what kind of appetizer are you talking about? Grilled short ribs. How's that an appetizer? Isn't that something you could grill your own on the own grill thing? No, but it's better if they grill it for you. But like the green onion pancake's really good. They have two desserts and both of them are so good. It's a fried milk bun and mm. you, and when you, the dipping sauce is just condensed milk. Oh, that sounds a little too sweet for me. It wasn't, no, it wasn't overwhelming? So it was balanced? It's, it's perfect at the end because it's very crispy um, and it has uh, just a little bit of the sauce and my uh, my dessert hack, not really a hack, but um, at all of these Ace Hot Pot places, you usually get um, ice cream at the end. Okay. So I try to order one um, order of the milk buns before we're done so I can have it ready to put strawberry ice cream inside of it. Oh, man. So did you get this both visits there? Yes. So Wait, one more dessert. Oh. So this thing that I never had before, it was a pumpkin mochi with red bean inside and then it's what? deep fried. I've always seen like crazy mochi flavors, but I've never seen pumpkin before. It was so crazy because it, it reminds me- Not pumpkin me spice. No. I mean, it, <laughs> Not basic. It kind of reminds me of that Vietnamese sesame ball, the bun gam. So it's like crispy on the outside oh, and then like man. soft and chewy and with the red bean. Oh man, it's so good. Did you take good. a picture of this? I did not. It's in I'll find my, it. I'll maybe find it on your It's TV only too. in my memory. Sorry. Did you, did you and you got it both visits? So yeah, I ate at I ate hot pot the same place twice. Yes, yeah, so this in one week. This week in between Christmas and New Year's, I was trying to be chill after the fry up, but it was a week of still glutton repeats. Yeah, we ate at Halal Wings Plus twice. Please sponsor us. And I ate hot pot twice in a week, and I actually had to say no to. Korean barbecue also just because it's the holidays everyone's in town everyone wants to go I'm like I can't do three days in a row of all you can eat food yeah like, my body's not built for this <laughs> I don't think most people's are no no definitely not um, I mean, we're, we're still pretty advanced and we still can't even we couldn't even handle that <laughs> no, if we can't crazy. do it then maybe y'all can't either <laughs> that eating in between New Year's. And then even New Year's led up to something crazy. Yeah, so last night, Big Bad Wolf had their first New Year's party. Oh my God. And we're so, still And we're still feeling the repercussions of that. Yeah, so it was 175 people met up, spent New Year's together. We had One Way and um, Basic DJing with us. Shout out to them. Gosh, we had an oyster bar, shrimp cocktail, um, avocado ikura, chorizo toast, pear poppers, which were a pain in the ass to make, but they were so delicious. It was pear wrapped in prosciutto with blue cheese and walnuts that and arugula The That combination is always so fire. It's so good. Short rib croquettes. Uh, I made 200 pate shows with the help of Samira. Hey. Gosh, I, I can't even remember everything. There's grilled cheese. There was blistered kimchi tomato crostinis. Oh, pork belly wraps were pretty fire. Did you say the oyster bar already? Yeah, we had an oyster bar. The sauces on that were so good. Were so dope. I only got to try the BBW kimchi mignonette, I think. That was pretty uh, good. There was like a miso, it felt like a miso-based brown one too. That was really good. Cupcakes and then Big Bad Wolf Fortune cookies. Yes, those were so, really fun. So cool. We'll we're post really, some really, of the we'll post some of those up maybe yeah, later Yeah, really, as well really cute messages. And man, drinks were flowing yesterday. Too much. <laughs> I don't think too much. I felt like, I'm I felt, I felt pretty good when I woke up this morning. I thought I did, but I guess I'm kind of just been riding the wave of the day. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see We'll see how the recovery keeps going from it. I'm thankful you got to describe the food for me because uh, producer Flan Reyes, myself, and uh, our, our guest on the show, who you're going to meet in a little bit, we got there at like 11. And I was, I knew we were maybe going to miss food. So unfortunately, I didn't get to try most of it. But the description, I can vicariously live through it. Yeah, thanks. So, to, shout out to Samira for saving some PCs for you guys. Oh, those those literally saved me that night because, uh, oh man, I was, I was, I needed it so bad. I had only eaten uh, with my family in Sacramento 
before that of doing our other New Year stuff over there. Um, at least the steak sandwich I had before that was pretty fire. It is now time for the Juicy Bits. This is a segment where we talk about food news that you and your stomach needs to know about. What do we have this week? Uh, this article is from Pop Sugar. It says, grab your BFF for a movie date because Regal Theaters now have Cheetos popcorn. I got to say, it's quite a letdown. I expected more of like a fusion. When did you have it? I had it a couple weeks ago. So shout out to Sushi from Good Company Radio and Sophia and Vinny in August. We saw Star Wars a couple weeks ago when it came out. And I didn't even expect to see it opening weekend because I'm not like a big go to see movies quick kind of a person. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll wait for all the hype to die down and maybe I'll catch it whenever. But like we all had the time and we're all in Sacramento. And like, you guys just want to go? And I was like, okay. I, I was like not looking forward to how crowded it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But thankfully for how big of a movie it is and how many people they're expecting they added so many showings that it wasn't crowded at all but we did order this and i gotta say it sucked (laughs) i mean i like nachos i like popcorn i actually eat popcorn and dip it in nacho cheese sauce when i that's my that's my movie snack but i don't know if i want cheese already on my popcorn so what it really felt like for me was it was just popcorn with maybe little to no cheese dust on it and then just actual Cheetos thrown into it. I kind of expected more of a fusion. It just felt like you could have made that at home and just mixed them together. I kind of wanted like a kernel that was, I don't know, bright, bright artificially orange, just like the Cheetos themselves. So I wonder if they're going to sell more of this now because of the whole movie pass thing. Oh yeah, which you are a proud member. Yes. Or a proud holder. Yes, a bunch of us have the movie pass. Yeah, I, I don't, I still don't see enough movies where I think I I could justify I don't it. even see enough movies, but I'm going because yeah. I have the pass. It's an incentive for me to go. What's not an incentive for me, though, is how lackluster of a fusion this is. I mean, they're the second, I think, major entity to like be like, oh, we're partnering up with this chip thing. Because, you know, Taco Bell did the Locos Tacos, and those are actually kind of popular, the Locos Tacos. I have not tried the Cool Ranch. I've only had the regular, or the nacho cheese, the first one. I'm not interested in this. I just want my regular popcorn and my nacho cheese. Yeah, I think it's a great try. Like, it's a great attention grabber. And none of those chip company collabs ever really turn out that well for me. No. How are you? How did you feel about the Taco Bell ones? I don't care for it. it the shell broke too easily. Oh, okay. So they still had to worry about that. that like, and as we talked about it, like I always get Mexican pizzas and chalupas. So anything outside of that, I don't really care about. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. So Flan Reyes and I are movie club members. Yeah. Movie pass <laughs> members. Sorry. And it can be movie pass club. The movie pass club. <laughs> Yeah, that works. Yeah. I've always got large popcorn and I ask for two trays right away and I dump out all the popcorn and I give them back the bag for another large right away. <laughs> like I do it blatantly in front of them. And then nacho cheese. They probably just give you that side like whatever. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> like if I want extra popcorn, who cares? We have yet to go to a movie together, but now that you have the pass. Yeah, popcorn for everybody. I'll go for this popcorn hack. I won't go to get the Cheetos though because I wasn't a fan. If you had it, maybe let us know, but not too much of a fan from having it. Speaking of collabs, the other one we have, uh, this one's also from Pop Sugar. Lucky Charms has collabed with Frosted Flakes to make, oh my God, this looks like such a sugar overload. It's marshmallows from Lucky Charms. And instead of the normal bits that Lucky Charms comes with, that's not the marshmallow, it's Frosted Flakes. That looks crazy. It's so much sugar. Yeah. Kind of when you have Lucky Charms, you need the not marshmallow bits for balance. Like the ratio is kind of perfect, I feel like. And this just throws the ratio way off. I've never been really into these sugar cereals. So I don't think I want to try this. To be honest, same because you could make, I guess not to pick out the other bits, but you could kind of do this at home if you have enough patience. I mean, you really buy two cereals and... 
mix them. Yeah, and I think I, don't they sell just the marshmallows now sometimes? I think so, and that's that's just also maniacal. Mm-mm, not like, a fan. I wouldn't want to drink the milk after. And again, another collab where I think they missed the boat because I mean, if you look at the box, it's just the Lucky Charms guy. There's no there's no mention of Tony the Tiger. Like no love for Tony. Nope. Tony got no love. I think this collaboration was mishandled again. So you guys gotta step it up, man. Next thing we're gonna talk about is Chuck E. Cheese delivery. This one sounds more exciting. <laughs> this article is from SF Eater, by the way. Um, so we have a bunch of friends here uh, since it's the new year. And so I guess semi like live show. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So we were kind of talking about uh, what we plan to talk about today. And I forgot who mentioned it, but they're like, is uh, Chuck E. Cheese gonna be the one delivering your pizza when they come <laughs> to your door? Is he come dressed in the mouse suit? Yeah. <laughs> I have to say it's been a while since I've had um, the pizza from this place. Um, I wouldn't mind going back as an adult because I know they have beer there for the parents, which I wasn't aware of until recently. I need to find people with children that would just invite me along to try it. Chuck E. Cheese pizza is fire. It's been a while since I've had it. It's really good. I, I think mean, like it we sucks went- that we can't go. We need a viral child. Yeah, someone someone lend us your kid. We'll, we'll take we'll babysit so we can go sample this pizza. We need it for research. So uh, what's happening in the delivery is that it's only uh, in the Bay Area. And um, so when you order your food, it comes with a goodie bag of puzzles and games and toys or a plush doll oh, to okay. kind of mimic the, your experience at Chuck E. Cheese. Common theme in our, in our segment this week is a lot of collabs because it says they partnered with Grubhub and DoorDash. I mean, the delivery game's kind of flourishing, though, as of recently. Like, we did the Impossible Burger on delivery last true, week. It was true. Uber Eats, right? I don't know if I'd like this, because I like Skee-Ball. That's like, Skee-Ball's Skee-ball? my game at Chuck E. Cheese. And, and, uh, creepy, and, ha- and I can't believe that. And creepy animatronic, creepy animatronic bands. Yeah, I like, I like it. It's a fun, it's a fun show. <laughs> wow. Well, if you if you tried any of these collabs, I guess, uh, let us know in the comments and uh, see what you think. All right, you guys. It's a new year, but it's the same controversial segment. It's called saucing on you. Name three food items, and you got to pick one to never have again. Very special guest, good friend of mine, Mike Blau of Two AM Donuts. Whoop whoop. What's good? Hey, how y'all doing? Welcome. He's thank, busy, you, thank you. In town from Florida. Yes. Doing yes, some Cali stuff. Holiday. Man, it's good to have you on, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm full off tamales and uh, ready to go. <laughs> Super happy to have met you because I was like, who who does guy following me on all my, my channels? Yeah, I'm very active. <laughs> it's, just, it's just good to have Mike on Mike again. I haven't heard him on air in a while and it's good to actually have him on this show for it's once. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on, by the way. I was really excited to introduce my food nickname. Let's do it. So, what, what so is Mike it? Blau, a.k.a. Mike Lowry's. Okay. Oh, that's an old one, right? You sprinkle me, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all new, also new one. Uh, will I spam? Oh, oh, that's a good one. I like that one. Um, we also had spam musubis earlier. So. Was that Perfect. a Nike box though? Oh, you got to refer to the earlier Instagram post to embarrassingly ask me about that, which I'm not going to talk about again. What? <laughs> Juan Reyes posted it because I don't know how we got this old image back when oh, Sushi and I sold one. the Spam Masubis in yes, Second Saturday yes, in Sacramento. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that again. <laughs> so, you ready to uh, throw away a food? Yes, sir. All right, all right. <laughs> so, let's see. This week, um, being that it's New Year's Day, the day we're recording this, uh, we're all probably feeling some type away from last night. This week's edition is the Morning Hangover Cure Edition. Noodle soup, breakfast burritos, or diner food? Mm. So question, diner food, is that like anything I'm going to find in the diner? Anything I, specifically from the diner? I get the whole menu. Flan Reyes says protein with eggs, so I guess that's our caveat. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get rid of the 
noodle soup. Oh. Only because, um, specifically if it has a hangover cure. Right? Okay. Because that's not my go-to. I'll have that any other day, but for hangover, not my thing. Diner food. I can't remember the last time I went to a diner that I wasn't hungover. So I'm going to go ahead and, and say that's staying there. Do you not go during the, the drinking as well, though, too? Mm. Or is this only for an after thing? No, it's only for an after. So I'm, I'm going to have to go ahead and get rid of the noodle soup. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to get rid of breakfast burritos for hangover. Okay. Because hangover, it, my go-to is noodle soup. Mm. I like breakfast burritos any day. Yeah. I like breakfast burritos for dinner. That's very true. That's very true. But breakfast I never eat it as my hangover cure. Nudes are the cure. I mean, that was what we did this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very true. Um, and, and I love diner food anytime also. And also, I think you got the family experience yeah, as well, I up, too. I grew up in a, in a diner, Ooh. basically. Yeah. <laughs> Vietnamese-owned American diner. <laughs> that sounds banging. That was fun. I worked there since I was 14. Free child labor for my family. <laughs> For me, noodle soup is a definite keep. Like that, the broth just replenishes you so much. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the other hangover cure I love is a Gatorade. So just liquids I associate with hangover remedy so well. It just makes you contemplate things and it, it does more for your throat because the other foods are more room temperature or sort of hot, whereas broth is like hotter. I keep on fucking up because like I never can eat a bowl of noodles, but I just love the broth, but I always order a whole bowl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, even like this morning, we're like, man, every time, yeah. every time I. You just start getting broth, over, do over. the food trend thing, and just get the broth. Yeah, maybe I should start doing that to save some money. Yeah, because I mean, a lot more of the trendier places, which was one of the last year's food trends, was like, oh, broth is a thing now, like just broth. Broth has always pot. been a thing. <laughs> I get it served up like some tea. Yeah, 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 and a little like a little a little tea glass thing. There's a lot of spots out there that are doing that now. There's one by me I've been meaning to try. I haven't got to go yet, so maybe I'll go and I'll report back. I'm actually just going to drop breakfast burritos Ooh. because compared to the other two, that's a little more limiting. It's whatever you can fit in the tortilla. The diner, protein with eggs, but it's got hash browns there. And hash browns are still supremely king. You can get hash browns in a burrito. They don't always come with them, though. I'll often go to um, a place that sees breakfast burritos and I'll look on the, the list of what's inside and automatically, if I don't see potatoes, I'm not interested. No potatoes, no interest. You can't get a good breakfast burrito here. That's very true. Not really. And the place I brought you to in Sacramento, uh, Oscars, with a really good California burrito, uh -huh. theirs are fire. So we'll have to get one of those next time. I but remember, like, it was during a work day, and uh, I was working downtown. I, I wanted a breakfast burrito, and I ended up finding one at some cafe, and I spent, like, $15. What? And no breakfast for, burrito. Well, because it's downtown San Francisco. You yeah. can't get anything less than $15 there. And I was like, this is fucking pathetic. <laughs> it's so disgusting. I did not like it at all. You got to go to the mission. But breakfast burritos are the ones that you can make at home the easiest. That's true, exactly. too. Because if the hangover is really banging, you're not trying to leave the crib. No, you're not trying no. to. You know, I guess Uber Eats, maybe you can have it delivered. But, yeah. but then you can also get noodle soup or uh, diner food delivered. Although noodle soup to go is not as cool because you no, gotta you, the broth comes in its own tin or its own container and you got to mix it with the dry stuff. What if you spent so much money getting drunk the night before you can't afford to order it? Oh, that is true. a factor. Man, that's, eh, that's a good one. Well, Mike, uh, thanks for being on, but tell the folks what you got going on with yourself. <laughs> But uh, yeah, 2 a.m. donuts uh, coming yeah, soon. This, this project's been kind of long in the works. Yeah, so we started it a couple years back at Davis, uh, Jordan and I. You know, we did up the logo for it. We released one song uh, produced by Grammy winning Who Are I, by the way. Uh, shout out Conquest, shout out Uptown Suite as well. Uh, but bringing it back, and basically what I'm trying to do is combine storytelling and oral history with local music scenes. So if you think about it, there's all kinds of artists from you know small cities around the country, around the world, that are really important to sort of a small group of people, right? So maybe they had 200 folks for the show, 300 folks max, uh, but those are really interesting stories, and I think there's ways to capture that history 
um, and you know tie it in with some new product and music and sort of behind the scenes type stuff but I really want to do a good job of capturing those stories of local news. Very cool. So we'll uh, post all the like the apps and everything so people know how to find you. He's always traveling or wandering somewhere eating some other good stuff. (laughs) Keeping my old hashtag sandwiches and landscapes alive. Shout out sandwiches and landscapes. (laughs) It's it's, it's been around for a while and it gets little use here and there but I'm glad it's still thriving when it can. Yeah. Thanks for having me all. Yeah. It's it's been great. Much appreciated. Well, this about wraps it up for our first show of the new year. Hey. Thanks for listening, as always. Love you guys. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias. Subscribe, share, and like. Subscribe, normal share, stuff. and like on iTunes. So, uh, Dime Piece, you got anything coming up in the food realm? Nothing that I can remember, really. I don't think I have anything major coming on, but... Um, Maybe not in the near future, but in the immediate, immediate future... Yeah, I made my I made my first batch of tamales today. Yo, they're just Ta- amplays. Yeah, <laughs> amplays. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have a little. <laughs> if you don't know, the government, the government name. Go- government the, name. The government name. <laughs> Man, it's been it's been tough getting through the show. So hungry <laughs> and like they're just kind of simmering behind us or steaming behind us. So you guys know we typically don't eat before a show, so hungry and a little hungover this time so i was telling uh chavit earlier that i have one you're like wait you can't eat before i was like well i had to test one i know all our friends are like okay i'll test one too all our (laughs) friends have been in in flan rays like test three (laughs) but um yeah all of our all of our friends outside have had them but no we're we're being diligent to the show we're we're gonna go have them right after this so that's the upcoming food thing we got going on is tamales right after this well i mean i guess tomorrow samir and i'm gonna make more tamales because i have way more filling oh cool cool i'm out of masa so. so so where'd you get the recipe from so shout out to Pepper and Megan. It's uh, the Espinosa family recipe. I followed it just to get the gist of it. Um, I think the modifications are nice. Though. But I definitely um, switched it up to what I think might be good. But yeah, they're just small mods. Most mods. Sorry, I couldn't help but connect those in my head. Smods. <laughs> um, so I kept the water that I boiled the pork in and I used that water to steam the tamales in. So eco-friendly. And I don't have uh, a tamale Hot. I don't have oh, a tamale pot. Yeah, no, I know. I walked in and I saw like the dim sum-esque <laughs> steamer. I was like, well, I'm into this. This is interesting. Yeah, all I have at home is those uh, Asian bamboo steamers. So that's what I'm steaming my tamales in. <laughs> it's working out pretty well, actually. Yeah, the homies seem to enjoy them. I mean, we got some aardvark hot sauce here. We got some ad hoc hot sauce also from my aunt. Thank you. Um, what, what's the craziest is like I was telling my mom that I'm making tamales and she's like oh i made tamales oh, today yeah. too and i'm like <laughs> she sent the picture <laughs> she sent a picture she made two trays like a red pork sauce and a green chicken one and then she put lee's special cookies <laughs> i was like mom why are these so special she's like what they're special because i made them and it's one of a kind <laughs> okay mom yeah. Speaking about those tamales, we got to eat these now. I'm starving. I'm pretty proud of myself. I did not know I can do this. And I also don't really know what I'm doing. Me and my assembly line, Samira and Jug, <laughs> we didn't really know what we were doing. We weren't sure if we put enough masa or not, but I think the ratio is pretty good. Nice. Let's go get into those then. <laughs> and you guys, if you guys ever try an experimental recipe, why don't you let us know too in the comments of any of the platforms? Um, do you have any, like, I know you said no resolutions, no resolutions. but any food illusions? Food illusions? <laughs> Um, maybe just stick to being 
a bad fotarian. Like, I'm still going to try to maybe eat veggies by myself and still meet with friends because I'm eating with my friends. <laughs> but uh, that's probably it. Like, that's probably the best I could do since I'm not riding my bike as much as I used to. I hope for this year that we can finally get sponsored by Halal Wings Plus. Oh, yeah. I, um, I just want the shirt. Shout out to Pam. She, uh, the last we ate there... Uh, earlier this week and she kind of talked to one of the workers and she was like Yo, <laughs> yeah you, you, need, you need to sponsor them because they eat there all the time and we all know about this place because of you yeah. so, so that's one of my goals for 2018 and then um, i'm gonna try to do more pop-ups this, this year i'm gonna shoot for i really liked doing it at, at nuka for that lunchtime thing so i'm gonna shoot for maybe every other month to do that thing. nice we'll see I mean, I'm gonna have to get I'll let you guys know because I'd love to see you guys all there because I'm always just going to be there eating. <laughs> Thanks again for listening, guys. Enjoy your year. Episode 1, 2018, out.